0: Welcome to the Cult Standard, your movie podcast for all the cult films fit to follow. My name is James. And my name is Mike. Each episode of the Cult Standard, we review a different film with a cult following that we've never seen before, and decide by the end of the episode whether or not to join that cult. And today, we are joined by a very special guest, Chase Hutchinson, uh, who has submitted the film Bats from 1999, and we're super excited to have him on. Uh, Chase, go ahead and introduce yourself.
1: Yeah, thanks. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate coming on. Um, had gotten introduced to you all and was was really into what you all were doing. Um, I'm I'm a writer at the News Tribune where I write about film stuff. Um, and I also host a podcast for Scratch Cinema with my friend Quinnell. And you have the best idea of a podcast. So we're just all running in your shadow, basically.
0: Oh well, we appreciate that, but no, I mean, hey, we did the the same type of movie movie podcast for years before this one. It's on our on our archives on our website. <laughs> uh, some some episodes I think you should listen to; others I wish didn't exist. Um, <laughs> Are they and, all still on there? Uh, th- yeah, all of them. Even even the ones before we like really got into it, like the ones back in like college, like junior year. <laughs>
2: oh wow! Yeah, no, oh. it's it, the We're archive goes way back,
0: and yeah. It's, they they're not all winners, all right. Um, I think I
1: just saw your life flash before your eyes of like, oh no.
2: <laughs> I yeah like, that, oh yeah. man, I'm showing some, all of our blemishes.
0: had some really uneducated opinions back then on movies that I wish I, yeah. wish I didn't say aloud. Um, yeah, so uh, and just to clarify, Tacoma News Tribune.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm, I'm down here in, in amongst the flames. I guess everywhere is amongst the flames right now. I don't mean to date the podcast, but the world oh. is on fire oh yeah
2: it's it's, every day is an event this year are you uh, are you doing okay
1: yeah a a separate thing happened where my outside my girlfriend's apartment uh the bushes set on fire but that was unrelated to anything it was someone like who put a cigarette in the bushes but fires everywhere these days
2: i I was going to say another gender reveal party oh no (laughs)
1: gosh no please
0: it, you know, I mean, California is literally has the Blade Runner twenty forty nine filter. Like that's someone pointed that <laughs> I out. Know. I'm like, oh man, sci fi life imitating art, or I don't um, know. Um, yeah. So uh, Chase, you submitted the film Bats, which is which was actually full disclosure your second choice. Uh, first one, yeah. Two. Um, being John Malkovich,
1: right? Which is a little more well known. And it's because of the new Charlie Kaufman yep. movie that was coming out that I just particularly had loved that one. This is like the most polar opposite from that choice you could have gotten. <laughs> yeah. I'm,
2: I'm the only reason why we couldn't do that. Cause I know it's t-
1: totally good. We're,
2: we're trying, cause we're trying to do films that we are completely complete strangers to. And I, I love that film and I love Charlie Kaufman. Um s- so unfortunately. That,
1: no, never apologize for liking a, a good movie. This is, this was just something that I had gotten introduced recently and I'm now part of the bats cult, I suppose. Because not not as many people had known about it. Um and it was one of those ones that kind of just seemed very bizarre. And the more I learned about it, the more fascinating it was. Um essentially, do you know who Joe Logan is? He was the writer
0: of it. John Logan, right? Or is it Joe? I,
1: I thought it was Joe, but maybe it's John. Maybe I've lost my marbles. Yeah, yeah, of John this John Logan. Bed. Uh, and he, no, that's fine. He had written like Gladiator with Russell Crowe, The Aviator, Skyfall, and Spectre. Also, and Hugo. I, like, I know. <laughs> he
2: is a he is a three time Academy Award nominee,
0: <laughs> which is not often what you what you say about. This is a, a, a '90s monster film, uh, well, animal attack film not, anyway. That uh, th- this got a, is, a whopping 17 percent on Rotten Tomatoes.
2: This is what I love about horror films though it is amazing the like it is such a perfect place for aspiring and ambitious filmmakers to start like so many like a generation of I mean this isn't a Roger Corman film but like a generation of like innovative filmmakers in the 70s got their start doing horror films. James Cameron started in horror films. Uh, Martin Scorsese, not a horror, not horror films specifically, but definitely exploitation films. Mm-hmm. Um, just low budget, uh, like stylistic exercises basically. And like horror is so useful for that. So it's, it is surprising, but also, I, you know, I guess on the, on the other hand, it, it is kind of expected, but that is really cool. That's such a prolific screenplay writer got his start here. And also um one of the main actors, I basically the only other person involved with this movie that I'm aware of at all. Um Dina Meyer from uh she is from Starship Troopers and mm-hmm. uh and uh did some work on Star Trek as well. Like I am I I, I am a fan. <laughs>
0: well I'll say I'll say a few things there. Um one, you we have talked about how Roger Corman is going to come up on our podcast a lot. And this is not a Roger <laughs> Corman film. You are right. But I did read that the, uh, the director, Louis Morneau, his directorial debut was a Roger Corman production. Oh,
1: uh, really? That's not surprising. Yeah. Not and
0: at all. Uh, then, then, yeah, you're right. The only person I really recognize, although I, I know I've seen Lou Diamond Phillips from somewhere, but, uh, Dina yeah. Meyer, she's, she's a recurring character in the Saw franchise, which, you know, I have, I have strong and mixed feelings about. <laughs>
1: I was going to say the other actor who's a classic is Bob Gunton, who is the warden That's from Shawshank right. Redemption. Yeah. Oh, yes.
0: right. Yeah, of course. Oh, I'm
2: sorry. Yes, he is the other one I do. I do definitely recognize. I, I, he's He's got a type. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, and I will definitely be talking about him in this movie as a continuation of his character from Shawshank. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're the same person.
2: Basically. I mean, I think he survived. In, oh, wait. well. I'm sorry.
1: That is a spoiler for a.
0: So I don't have any. I don't have any theories. I don't have any theories or anything about this film. Um, but I do have one deep desire, and that's to get a yes. su- to get or create a supercut of every time they say the word bats. I was about
1: to reference that. If you did a drinking game where you have to take a shot every time you say bats, you would be comatose within <laughs> like a half hour. Really
2: <laughs> so I feel kind of embarrassed that I didn't really pick up on that it's not that I didn't notice how many times they say bats I think it's just because going into a movie called bats that is about bats I just kind of expect it so I think I just kind of blurred it all together in my mind and it didn't stand out to me I'd be I'd be kind of embarrassed to go back and see how how often it is and I I didn't it didn't really register
1: it just was said so many times you like totally blacked out yeah
2: I think I just like it's like it's like every time an actor breathes like
0: I don't know and admittedly I was I started to pay attention to it and because that idea popped in my head immediately I was like they're going to say this word so much and, and it does taper off definitely toward the uh, oh, latter yeah. half but of course that's when the dialogue goes by way of bats uh, actual bats on screen
1: my <laughs> favorite thing is the like first line where she asks what kind of biological emergency is this and they're just like bat bats, bats. bats and all I needed was like the removal of the sunglasses some intense music it takes itself pretty seriously, but that makes it all the better to me.
0: You no, know, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, this is one where I'm just happy to say out out front that I th- I think like I think the critics like whiffed on this total airball yeah, um, <laughs> immediately because one of the things because one of the things people complained about was how how like straight faced this movie is played, and I'm like, no, that's that's what makes it. Like, this is not cynically made at all. And to be honest, like I don't see why this isn't like. Uh, syn- syndicated on air, along with all the other like you know cheesy bee monster movies, like or, or animal attack movies, like Anaconda, for example. Like this is infinitely more enjoyable movie than Anaconda, in my opinion. But what's the one well, that's well, played on about,
2: Sci-Fi? You think about now too, where we get like uh, Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus Seven. You know, where are like you know it, the cult film original came out was a hit, and there's still sort of milking that uh that concept well past the point of being genuine or any even semblance of being genuine or sincere um i think i think this is a similar topic to what came up uh when we were uh discussing troll 2 with uh with our friend steve Guntley, where i think one thing that's a big turnoff for us particularly with like a cult film is when it is actively trying to be a cult film like there's just something so beautiful about like when a bunch of dissonant ingredients unintentionally create something super enjoyable that a lot of people can rally behind um and yeah i i th- this almost feels like a little like scrappy film passion project. like this dude just really wanted to make a movie about bats
1: and it is kind of low budget feeling at times because they like just sort of get the town and then they're in like the school, like very confined sets mm-hmm. where everything can be managed. But they kind of make it work. Okay. And they they have a good mix of uh, puppetry and also special effects. They they, they make it work. It's yeah. still pretty silly, but they make it work. Oh, no, it, I, it's silly, but I'll, surprisingly I'll of, good
0: effects. I, ex- I expected going into this knowing there was a movie about bass attacking. I expected like, dog shit for visual, visual <laughs> effects. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um,
2: well, I, I think now we're in, like, a post-Birdemic world where, like, bad special effects mean, like... It, the thing is, I, I almost think that... No, I don't almost think. I do think that bad CGI is infinitely worse looking than bad animatronics and, pr- like, prosthetics and whatnot. Um, even if it looks fake, there's something, like, charming and endearing about it where, like, yeah, someone made that. someone Someone put that little creature together and and animated it made it move and, like, and it ages a lot better too it ages a lot better and there's like just kind of a beauty and charm in that where you know it, it i keep I'm, i keep going back to birdemic in my head because that's like <laughs> sort of the that's the like quintessential modern example of just no budget digital filmmaking it is i mean it's a joke in and of itself so i i yeah color me impressed with what they were able to do here i I don't know what the budget was for this i can't imagine they were swimming in it though
0: i think it was five million and 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 it grossed double that which is you know uh, that's pretty uh, good if i produce (laughs) that film i'm happy um but uh so if you've seen here i'll I'll, let me just break this down for the audience just very very briefly uh it's about bats who attack but if you've seen and this is not going to be a great comparison But if you've seen the uh, Roland Emmerich Emmerich Godzilla, you know the plot of this movie. Um, So here's what happens. (laughs) There is uh, film opens up. There is a scene of a a monster business happening, you know, some creature attacking. And then uh, that ends. Cut to scientist working in their field, gets recruited by the government to help with problem we saw in the opening scene. And... Just swap out Godzilla for bats, and <laughs> that's and now we have the setup for this movie. And you know, Chase, you had mentioned you know the film's uh, kind of low budget at the time. I uh, agree, obviously, um, but I will also say very impressive with what they were they were able to pull off um, with the budget that they had, and a surprising amount of really good practical effects um, when it comes to like the animatronics or the, you know puppetry, and also um, you know the like. Scenes where like car is cars are destroying sets and things like that that happen when kind of the chaos breaks out. That is was really good. <laughs> you know, seeing like a a car like take out a a a box office booth, you know? and I'm like, they they really did that. That's that happened.
1: <laughs> there was commitment to the craft. No one was skimping on any of their efforts. They were they were putting in the work to to pull it all together. Did you see what was showing in the the Nos, like B? Nosferatu. Nosferatu.
2: Nosferatu, yeah,
1: <laughs> which is silly because there's no vampires in this movie. They're just no, biologically but... experimented bats.
2: It, it scans though, because like I mean, the the particularly the character design in Nosferatu is particularly bat-like. So
0: this is I, a... I thought that was
2: a I thought that was a cool little cool little nod.
0: This is a true story, not this movie. The, the, but what I'm about to tell you is a true story. Are you story.
2: sure this is a true story? <laughs>
0: well, I think no. it was based on real events. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, you saw I mean, your your girlfriend saw it in science class, so so I it must be true. Yeah. It must be. Yeah. I'm sorry, James. Go ahead.
0: No. So I um, I get this. Uh, I, I work. Uh, I, I manage a couple apartment buildings, and I get this picture from my uh, maintenance guy of one of like the stone walls in our uh, in our parking leading to our parking garage. There's a bat on it. Literally today, just right after I saw this movie, I'm like, "What? What's happening?"
1: So I hate to tell you, this is actually like The Ring. Once you watch the tape of bats, bats are going to haunt you now for the rest of your life. James, I'm just sorry said, to have done this to you. Uh,
2: you just text back your. You just text back uh, your your coworker. Kill it.
0: <laughs> Kill it now. Bats, Mike. It's bats. Bats.
1: I, I especially what I love about the movie is how, like, the plot where it's like experimenting on bats reminded me so much of like the Jurassic Park movie where they're like, we have to make raptors into weapons. Yeah, they like the military,
2: <laughs> the military comes in, they're like, we have to weaponize it. I, the, the character, um, well, the, the, sorry, the one played by uh Bob Gunton, the wait, is he's a scientist,
0: the right? Yes, the scientist, yes. Yeah, Dr. The, Alexander the, McCabe
2: they They take the trope of the like mad scientist who wants to play god to to such a wonderful degree in this because i I sincerely don't know what he wanted other than just to create super super bats he he so he answers
1: the question he, himself yeah I he's got, a scientist that's what they do that's what
2: they do they make they make things a little bit better um he's so upfront about I, it he is he's just oh it's it's wonderful, he's just so passionate wanting to unleash these bats on the world
1: <laughs> <laughs> to the point where he sabotages their their efforts spoiler at a certain point he he turns on them which is mm-hmm. pretty bizarre but pretty funny because it's like I, oh wow he's really really committed to the bats and he's exactly. like bats should rule the world this is it now yes yeah, so the, did our,
2: one oh sorry james go ahead
0: well i was just gonna say our scrappy heroes they're you know they're trying to uh, come up with a plan, an elaborate plan to stop the bat, the bat problem that they have, and and there's Doctor McCabe just always in the back, like looking shifty-eyed, like he's he's up to something. You know, you're not quite sure what. And honestly, I really I saw some sort of like betrayal coming, but not just a. I'm on Team Bat now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, no, no, I missed. I missed one square in my in my bingo card for that character, which is that I thought i I figured that he was going to betray them. I figured he was going to call the bats there. My thinking was that he was going to deliberately sacrifice himself as well to the bats um so that's the one point I missed out on because it appeared that he he wanted to want want- he felt the bats w- were uh subservient to him like he could control them um I was like i I thought he was going full like cult of the bat. I am. I I am sacrificing myself for the bats. Um, So that's the only, that's the point I missed out on, on my bingo card. But uh, otherwise, uh, what a wonderful and hammy character. And I still think that this is just the second life of the warden from Shawshank Redemption.
1: (laughs) My favorite thing is I watched an interview of like the behind the scenes where he talked about his time in Vietnam and how he saw a kid with like an albino bat on a string and how that like helped inform his performance, <laughs> which
2: so, somehow, maybe
1: explains a lot, but maybe <laughs> makes no sense as well. <laughs> that
2: raises only that, that raises only further questions.
1: I know. It's just a throwaway thing and he doesn't follow up, but he's like, yep, Vietnam. That was what, with the bats, that's what I drew to this performance.
0: So oh, one, one, one story for our listeners that I don't want to let, uh, let go unexplored because we brought it up in before we started recording. Um, but and but we briefly touched on it here. Uh, you saw your your girlfriend saw this in science class.
1: Yeah, when she was in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> middle school. Which school? I just I know I mean, we've all had those experiences where they wheel in the VHS, the big box TV. But I don't know what they were thinking with bats. Like I watched oh like God. October Sky. I did watch yes! October Sky. Sky. Wow. MTV, but but October Sky, they're doing rocket experiments. Mm-hmm. This is just bonkers. Bats attacking people. <laughs>
2: Now, now to save face, well, I guess it would be your teacher saving her teacher saving face a little bit. There are two versions of this movie. Apparently, I don't even actually know which one I watched. Um, but there's a PG-13 and an R-rated movie. Um, the oh. R one apparently with with additional gore and and violence. So maybe they, maybe she showed them the PG-13 version, which I'm sure was far more educational.
0: I feel like I must have saw the R-rated version because I mean I think I did too. but... in the MPAA is very inconsistent with violence. Um, but, that's the uh, thing, and I, I don't
2: know if there were any f bombs in my version. I don't. No, but sure.
0: there were. I don't. I don't think so anyway. But there were. You know, there was a time where you see right in the opening scene the violence uh, with the couple attacked in the car. Like you, they pull off the sheet, and they, they're just like innards exposed and everything like that. My, I feel like I saw enough like blood scratches. for to be like, oh, okay, you're that's an R rating. Rah, rah, rah.
1: With that I'm opening a- scene, my favorite thing is that he somehow gets pulled through the front <laughs> yes. of the windshield. <laughs>
0: That's a strong.
2: <laughs> so, actually though, I'm not going to lie. This film has so this film has a lot of set pieces, and I actually think like independent of one another, they all work really well as like isolated um like isolated acts almost. Like the um the particularly the uh, lead into the attack on the town which i it's kind of like like slightly before midway through the movie there is a lot of build-up there and actually the way that sequence is edited and like the uncanny atmosphere that sets in before the attack actually happens frankly impressed the hell out of me it was pretty suspenseful and then like yeah the bats attack and it's goofy but i, I feel like that prelude really gives it some extra weight than uh than if it were just you know a gory bat action all over the place
1: especially because it really makes good use of silence where the bats are yeah. like very stealthy and creeping up on people and yeah it's the best they're very part. oblivious just this innocent pristine town that doesn't know what's about to hit them
0: oh yeah uh, let me let me tell you about all the uh all the unintentional covid callbacks i had <laughs> oh no! About, oh no. <laughs> I don't know. It's like the people are like, evacuate the town, and then then the, the, she's like, I tried. They just wouldn't listen. You know, they think they know better. I'm like, huh? That's so unrealistic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh boy, too true to life hits home.
0: Yeah. um it, But to, to oh your God, to your point no, though, I'm these. Sad. <laughs> To your point, though, the the set pieces were really impressive. I think, like the, the first attack on the jeep um, or the, mm-hmm. the the police truck uh, that, in my mind, is a jeep, but probably isn't. They're they're coming through the, the like the the glove compartment and like, yeah, and I love
1: the game of whack a mole.
2: I love stylized shit like that, though. It like was, I I loved it. Well, the, that was uh, uh,
0: for yeah. for most part, it was it was really funny and and like fun and cool. And then I like my jaw dropped when the other cops show up. He pulls out a gun, and all the bats stop, and they turn their heads, and then their eyes start glowing green. And it's the coolest thing ever because it's this car just covered in bats with all these gr- glowing green eyes. It looks like it's decorated for Christmas. It's so cool. I was like, what?
2: Yeah, like I, I think if you just view this film within the context of the genre it's in. 'Cause like animal animal disaster horror movies are like very much a, a well-defined subgenre of horror film. Like viewing it within the context of that genre this is great. <laughs> like it, it does a really good job of of creating a unique tone and atmosphere that is is straight faced, but also like allows itself the flexibility to do something really cool and stylized with its with its set pieces and is genuinely suspenseful. Like I I read her, like one of the reviews, the many negative reviews uh, that, that are littered on this movie's uh, Rotten Tomatoes page. were like, Oh, it's neither scary nor
0: uh, creepy or something or clever. I don't know.
2: And I'm like, yeah, like neither scary nor clever. I'm like, it's, it's, it's got atmosphere. It's got suspense and like, Impressive filmmaking. So I like. I I don't know. I'm not like thrown into existential dread at the idea of a bat attack, but just how how the filmmakers are able to present that premise in a way that's I don't know unique and uh, and and does actually get you as a movie watcher to perk your ears up. It, like I was impressed.
0: So I mean I, I'm not I'm not one to. I'm not one who falls on any sort of, like, conspiracy or anything like that as far as, like, criticism goes. Um, but I, but I, do, I, I do have some experience in, in, the, in the field. One, I am a movie critic right now. This is what I'm doing. Um, and two, I've been a paid video game critic before for, I, I, for several years. So uh, with that experience, I think there is, a, there is a phenomenon with some movies where there's, like, there's blood in the water, you know? Where like a movie Mm -hmm. is where where a movie is you know low budget or maybe some people think it's bad and then it just becomes a punching bag for a news cycle, and I could not again I don't I don't know what's happening I'm not saying it's a this is a movie that people wanted to hate or anything like that but um, I could see that happen I could see this being that type of movie that people just kind of like line up to dunk on and get the get the good quote so. Because yeah, again, I think they totally missed the mark, we, and I think you're dead on by uh, framing it within the constructs of this well-defined genre. Because yeah, this is I sat down and it, it's a perfectly fun, uh, unique uh, romp, animal attack <laughs> that was great. So
2: yeah,
1: put it on the box. It's a unique romp. <laughs> it
2: is a unique. Yeah. Romp. A unique romp through the bat-infested woods so, and, of 90s horror.
0: And yeah, there are there are. I think if I'm counting right, there are four major set pieces. We already talked about the the, the cop car, um, and then that goes from there to the, the town, on, the attack on the town, and then to the then the school, the school, and then to the mines,
2: and then the K. Yeah, the the mines and filled with guano.
0: <laughs>
1: oh man, Just, you know. Your everyday fun times, just wading through bat feces. Oh there, yeah! Like,
2: what wastes. is with, what is with Bob, G- Bob Gunton and being in movies where people wade through? <laughs> See, there's f-
1: another connection. <laughs> it really is a shared universe. I'm movies. telling you, like <laughs> that was in his contract. He said, if this movie doesn't have <laughs> someone wading through feces, I'm not doing it.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, we
2: told him it wasn't in the budget, but he wouldn't listen. <laughs>
0: like anaconda doesn't have a river of snake poop, so you know step up your game
2: <laughs> also were they like okay, I tend to be pretty tone deaf to these things while watching a movie, but like were they like really setting up some chemistry with the sheriff and oh. Sheila and like i i I thought because there's like from the beginning, uh you know Sheila is dating Jimmy. And from the beginning, there's that that disconnect because he's you know, in his own words, he's he's he. It's not that he doesn't like bats; he likes them at a distance. Mm -hmm. Um, And of course, her whole life is bats. So right away, they're introducing a bit of tension there. Um, And then, of course, who's the one who goes through the the bat uh, the bat alcoves with her? Is the sheriff? And I don't know, it seemed like even even at the end of the movie, Jimmy is walking separately from the sheriff and Sheila. And it just it felt like they were trying to push them together and Jimmy out of the picture. And I thought that they were going to be cliche and kill Jimmy off
1: at some point. Oh, no. I, 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 I be, thought that was going to happen.
2: I was going to be very upset. And I thought felt it coming and they, they didn't and I'm very happy that they didn't. But one thing but I think it, they
1: were going for the romance because there's the line when they're lifting boxes yeah. But the sheriff says to her if I had legs like that I might use them more often which right. firstly, sheriff don't put yourself down. You got you got nice legs yourself. Don't be done. <laughs> he sure Secondly, does. has he not been running around from bats? What does he mean he doesn't use them very often? That's okay.
0: my favorite line of the movie. <laughs> That's <laughs> If I had ladies like that, I'd use them all.
2: <laughs> man, what I would give to watch this with a with an audience, because I am sure there are like a million lines like that that I just didn't pick up on the humor of <laughs> intentional or otherwise. Um man. But yeah, like it just felt it just feels like a a thread that's not even there, it's just hinted at. But then mm-hmm. they never do anything with it and it doesn't go anywhere. But it was very interesting to me. Um, and all I can say is I'm, I'm happy that Jimmy makes it through. That's, so that's
0: all r- real quick though. I I didn't think that Sheila and Jimmy were, were dating. I thought they were just, yeah, I oh, think they, they were just colleagues. Oh, okay. So, I mean, like I early on, he has a line that I'd rather not uh, think about anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I'll say that it's, it's a bad sign when early on in a movie, a minority character says, well, you know, I'm a minority character, which means I engage in a stereotype about that minority. I'm like, "Oof, this mm. isn't, this isn't. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And, and it, you listen
1: to the actor and he's much more just like normal, like not playing over the top kind of. How oh he yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm sure there yeah, was so some I think questionable that, direction
0: there. Yeah. Questionable direction. And it, it's, it's of its time, I think is the, uh, the friendliest way to put it. Um it, it certainly has not aged well. Um it wasn't too much of a distraction because he does, I think, prove to be kind of his own character. A thin one at that. You and know. a valuable asset to
1: the team. I I, I liked Jimmy
2: despite like despite that like, like despite the fact that it is very much an aged in well the, the writing at least is aged. Um I I did find him very it, like it, it was a very I think I didn't He's a good any, audience
1: surrogate where he doesn't yeah, and really it, buy into it. He's like, "This is all crazy, what we're doing, right?"
2: Yeah, and nothing's like malicious about it, even though it might be like tone deaf or dated in terms of how he how they write him. Um, it's it felt good natured enough where it didn't bother me too much, and I did, yeah, it, it, like like you said, he is very much. I would say probably the audience surrogate and like just a genuinely like like a character that's easy to sympathize with.
1: Especially because towards the end, he really isn't wanting to sacrifice or abandon them. He really remains on their side and is wanting to wait till the very last minute before (laughs) he has to blow the, blow the entrances. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, I, and you know, you talked about the, the leg line. I think Jimmy has, uh, hands down my favorite line in the movie. Um, and, it's one that I will totally f- repeat in in not just uh, referencing <laughs> this movie because he's uh, I think they're at the school and he's like, you know, I've been doing some thinking and this is what I came up with. This is fucked up because <laughs> <laughs> like it, it's funny because I I it, I totally I'm totally set up for some sort of like you know he's he's figured it out or <laughs> this is what we gotta do. He's like no. <laughs> Um, Yeah, that was that was like one of the one of the loudest laughs for me, Um, just because I think the bait and switch got me really good.
1: I also really like when he uses the flamethrower on the school that they're currently inside, (laughs) which which, you know, hey, desperate times call for desperate measures. But he, he was trying to burn the bats because their electricity like nets don't work. Uh, ah, yeah. that's pretty great. <laughs> yeah, so the yeah.
0: Ba- bats, uh, the bats in this movie. I don't know if we mentioned they're s- they're really smart bats. They're not just like <laughs> ravenous, uh, you know, uh, uh, man eating. In fact, they're they're omnivorous, not just carnivorous. Um, <laughs> and they um, and he's engineered them to be really smart. So when they attack the school, they, they actually they hit the transformer first and cut the power. <laughs> So that was el- so great. <laughs> so great, and their uh, so their electric fence bat traps uh, won't work <laughs> to keep out the bats until you c- they have to later fire up the generator, which was a pretty great moment. But uh, uh, yeah, the, you, you have smart attacking bats, and then the. Um, it, I think the breezing between... Breezing from set piece to set piece is one of the greatest qualities. It almost felt like video game-like. Uh, you know, I think of a mm-hmm. game I played recently like The Last of Us or The Last of Us Part Two, where it's just like, we really just want to get you to the next big thing and you're going to you're gonna love it because it's super cool. Um, and I bats did. Bats of Us.
2: <laughs> what was that? The Bats of Us. Dang it. Oh, <laughs> no.
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nope. <laughs> um... But no, yeah, you're right. Where it's like very quick, like okay, we had this action set piece. We're gonna quickly be like, all right, here's the situation. That didn't work. We have to figure out this. We're gonna go here. Boom, we're there.
0: Yeah. And, and yeah, culminating in the in the the mine shaft was so cool because one, they reincorporated my favorite bit from the first one, which was the glowing eyes, only on such a huge scale. <laughs> I was like, oh man, this is. <laughs> this it, it was shocking and now it's just really cool
2: that's another thing too like you know dialogue is you know it, sometimes corny dialogue aside this is a pretty tight and well constructed screenplay <laughs> like true there's there's a lot of, like there there's good setup um tight pacing uh not a lot of like extra extraneous bits um it's just a really concise well formatted story about genetically mutated bats
1: <laughs>
0: and Detect- your everyday
1: story as old as time i know
2: like <laughs> i mean do i need another one of these eh, probably not but you know one more bad story what wh- wh- does it hurt anyone uh it's great
0: as it turns out there was a sequel i've i have not seen yeah. because i just watched the other the first one um yesterday but yeah I've, i read about it that it was one of those straight to sci-fi channel movies which and are, it never will bag. recapture
1: the magic either because it's trying to chase what was like more sincere and like genuine and they're like oh people caught onto this let's try and capitalize on that but yeah. it's not quite the same
0: yeah that's why i'm not sci- sci-fi originals are a mixed bag uh, for sure because yeah you'll you'll get those cynically made movies even even something you know like sharknado you know that which is definitely the on the cynically made side we're like oh let's make her like a really bad movie and have have low budget and bad cgi and stupid lines and people will love it and and yeah you know i've watched that movie and it's been it was kind of enjoyable from a so bad it's good perspective um we we watched it i think my mike, mike uh, bad movie night with uh uh Laura right. and alex right <laughs>
2: yeah i i feel like we watched it when it was like it hadn't exploded in quite the way it had like it was a big deal already like the, people were talking about it but now it's a franchise it's a franchise and, now
1: like, they just, ran it under the ground it's
2: depressing now yeah like I, I couldn't imagine watching the the fourth or fifth or sixth movie sixth of series. them <laughs> i don't actually know they might have stopped earlier hold on actually
1: i need i need to but no bats bats is pure and charming and it's like very much like, we're going to make this very serious movie where they're fighting off bats. They're coming up with good plans. And that's what's great is all the characters are smart, kind of. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. There are six.
1: <laughs> oh,
2: oh no. no.
0: There actually are plus, six.
2: Plus two spinoffs. And uh,
0: spin-offs,
2: and: <laughs> Yeah. Lavalantula. Lavalantula. Lan- oh, my God. And then there's two Lava, two Lantula. Oh, okay. like too fast,
0: too furious. Yeah, that's. This nice. is terrible.
2: This is so bad. I'm so much more grateful for bats. Though...
0: <laughs> it just had the one sequel, and that was it.
2: Oh my god! And like, it was a direct to, to video or TV sequel, so you know, whatever. It's fine. I, I. That's what's great about bats. It's not easy to monetize, and I appreciate it for that.
0: <laughs> not gonna the sell. favorite thing is good.
1: My favorite thing is there's an entire version of YouTube uploaded of the movie, which I always will kind of like poke around to see what people think on YouTube. And when someone has uploaded the entire movie onto YouTube, that's always really funny to me. Yeah. It's like, oh, they don't even care to stop them at that it, point. It,
2: like anyone who might be able to do a claim on that is just like,
1: oh, I don't so care. I'm so not so endorsing it. it. I just think it's really funny. Just have
2: it, just take it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's into the sphere now. Nothing can stop it.
0: Like we do, we don't claim this movie. We don't claim it.
2: That's <laughs> like a high de- it's I mean, it's pretty good quality upload too. It's not like
1: blurry and
0: and, no, yeah. and all that. It's is, pretty good. Is, is that where you watched it?
2: No, I watched it on Amazon. Um there were two different listings on Amazon, one of which you had to pay for and the other was free, which oh, is the one I watched. No, so, but,
0: I mean, like uh, I will. I was originally going to say I watched it on a streaming service that shall not be named, but this actually gives me the opportunity to to rag on them for a little bit because they. It's not the only time they do this. They do this whether you where a movie is on uh, Prime and you search for it in your Amazon, and it f- the first option that it gives you is the paid version. And I happen to know it was yeah. on Prime because I saw it come up. I have an app called Just Watch um, that I follow to see what new movies are added, and I was like, "Well, they added Bats like just in time for us to record. Cool." Um, so, I knew it was on Prime. So, I'm like, wait, what the heck? So, then I just added the word Prime afterwards, and then boom, the free one showed up. Uh, it's still second, by the way. It was still the se- the second option, not the first one. Uh, yep. So, yeah, even if you have Prime, Amazon's and, and something you want to watch is on Prime, Amazon will still prefer you spend money on it.
1: They want to get that Bats money. They well, know. They know the people are wanting it.
0: There's gold in them hills. <laughs> <laughs> there are bats in those hills, man. There's bats in those hills. I love the, um, I mean, this, if you are to like judge a, this is like a very, a perfect like genre film because it has exactly everything you expect from a genre like this. Like there are, there are no twists or turns that you don't see coming. Like it, it it proceeds like very logically of, okay, this happens and this happened, this happened. And to, to wit, the the military who just wants to, who is incompetent and just wants to blow everything up. They're here too, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Oh yeah.
1: And their I plan don't... is to drop like hellfire missiles on the whole t- town, which is like so over the top. And they all kind of are like, that just won't work. <laughs> 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 You're going to be in case. Just
2: going to kill everyone and leave the bats untouched. That is
1: the it'll, worst. it'll make it their home. Now they will take yeah. over.
0: Yeah. Um, Oh, I also loved and I expected this of course because it's a well, another trope of the genre. Um but they, they did kind of do a twist on it because I'm like, okay, you 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 froze the bats inside the cave and they're like unless there's another exit. And then they start drive they <laughs> then it starts the camera pans away and you see a bat just digging out of the dirt road and you're like, Oh, here it <laughs> is and then it gets ran the heck over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, All right, you got me there. That and then was- there's
2: surf and then surf music plays yeah exactly could play you out. It's awesome I mean, there's no surf music anywhere else in the in the movie. Um,
1: but that was but, the final note they wanted to leave you with uh, oh, yeah. getting run over and then hitting you with that
2: also, that final bat prosthetic really looked like a pug. Like, <laughs> I almost thought it was like they were trying to do like bats but with dogs for a second. it like
1: oh, they breed it, together and become a mutant yeah. bat dog, oh.
0: yeah, yeah this is copyright the Colt standard all right if you want on the, uh, in on this script you got to pay up all right <laughs>
2: absolutely yeah absolutely this is not this is sorry this is for sale this is not for but 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 we want we want money royalties, give us money all right royalties um so i don't know i i'm feeling pretty good about uh, sacrificing myself to the to the super intelligent human uh, consuming bats. What do you what do you think James?
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I um I I wanted to point out one more thing about the the climax because it it's kind of a the the script is definitely tight and but it also knows when to when it just doesn't care. And mm-hmm. example I would cite is the uh the time aspect of descending the cave, being in the cave and then leaving the cave. They say very specifically Oh, we have, we have, all right, we got 60 minutes before they're going to blow up everything here. Um, okay. Then, then it, you're in the cave and it's like, all right, it only took you 15 minutes to descend. So you have about, you know, a half hour and then you got to leave. And then they're still in that room and he's yelling at them. He's like, all right, you guys got seven minutes. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> it took 15 minutes to get down there. <laughs> now you have seven minutes and you're going to get back up in that time with time to spare and then also the idea that you're just going to like radio in it's like no we got it and the military's going to be like well okay they got it
1: (laughs) they get it right under the wire (laughs) (laughs) All right, have you seen that that scene from Inception where he's like ah that's impossible no it's necessary basically the same thing they got (laughs) to make it work somehow 15 minutes has got to become 7 minutes easy does it got to do it
0: yeah (laughs) <laughs> definitely definitely in for and yeah it's a really so, good it's a really good comparison
1: basically <laughs> the same movie really I really though um, Christopher Nolan was actually a behind the scenes force on it. you just don't know it
0: oh my god M- much better than it being uh, a a car- copy of uh, Rowan Emmerich's Godzilla so <laughs> thanks is for bringing it, it home with a good one it,
2: is that why at one point in the movie Anne Hathaway pops up and says that bats are a unifying force throughout the universe wait do yeah. you heard- <laughs>
1: it's a little known thing you blink and you miss it yep
0: (laughs) so yes i mean thank you uh chase for uh submitting this movie and i remember when you sent me the link and i clicked on it i'm like yes this one because that sounds really (laughs) cool (laughs) um and because i had such a good time watching this i was like giggling all the way throughout a big smile on my face and it had it's. It doesn't have like, you know, lofty, lofty goals or anything, but it's also not really. It's not that it's like aiming low. It's it, it aiming for uh, exactly what it hit. <laughs> so. I, I, like,
2: I just, I honestly couldn't imagine giving this a bad review. I could imagine not liking it. Like, I can, I completely understand. Like, okay, cool. Person watches this, not their cup of tea, whatever. But like, it's so pure in what it is. I can't imagine like going out of your way and, and like i don't know seeing it with like red on metacritic is just weird it just doesn't <laughs> seem it just doesn't seem fitting at all um
0: it's sub 20 yeah. percent rotten tomatoes i'm like what do you got what what were you guys watching like again i think it was a it was a uh you know kind of a blood in the water type situation it was just the movie to hate that week i don't know like it just yeah
2: i don't know it just feels like feels like a kid came up And gave you this like really this macaroni picture that he spent a lot of time on and really cared about, and you just like ripped it in half in front of him.
1: (laughs) You'll never be that's as the macaroni art of cinema is probably Mm. the best
0: line. Yeah, put that on the yeah on the box. (laughs) Forget your quote.
2: Forget your quote, James.
0: Put that on the box. Yeah, no, that's yours is way more memorable.
1: No, I'm glad I could share it with you. When I when I had first seen it, I was like, "How had I not heard of this? This is so classic and is so just unique and specific and strange, but great." Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm glad I could share it with more people. Recommend it. It won't it won't change the world, but maybe it'll it'll bring us together in times of rough times.
2: I I'm not gonna lie. I kind of like needed something like this. I kind of need something that's not gonna change the world right now. <laughs> I, I
1: just need something that's gonna like
2: help me enjoy a thing for an hour and a half. In this in this crazy world, and to, to be able to talk about it with with wonderful people like you too.
1: so. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah.
2: Um, no, this was a joy. I never thought I would I would uh, have such a wonderful time with murderous flying animals. It's so, bad, thank Mike. you again. It's bats. It's bats.
1: Any question you have, it can always be answered with "It's just bats." Some doesn't make sense. It's bats. It's bats. Wait. It's like it's Chinatown. It's where, bats. Where,
2: where's your rent?
1: <laughs> it's bats.
0: Bats. The bats yeah. took it.
2: Your bats. <laughs> bats in my room. I won't pay my rent until you get them out of there.
0: <laughs> That's what I should do. I should take that bat I found. Put it, bring it to my apartment building.
2: <laughs> you got, you got a free apartment now, James. <laughs>
0: um yeah so uh you if you like what you've heard you can follow us uh in many places you can follow us on twitter at cult standard pod uh you can follow us on your podcast platform of choice including apple Podcasts, google play and spotify and many many others um you can find this episode many more and another podcast we do on the on cultstandardpod.com I'm, I always think I'm getting that wrong But it's cultstandardpod.com And the our spinoff podcast We're the first and only podcast Where we review every episode of Courage a Cowardly Dog It, you, it can be found <laughs> on that website as well uh, cultstandardpod.com slash courage
2: um, my, my favorite detail about that. E- that is now currently the only podcast we've worked on that we have, to my knowledge, at least, that you have been asked by people. When is the next episode coming out?
0: That's true. That's true. I actually <laughs> did recently get a get an email from someone say, "Hey, hey, when's the next when's the next episode of Courage coming out?" And I'm like, "You're right. I've been slacking." And so I, I sat down with I had the raw audio, and I'm like, "All right, I'm going to edit it all together." <laughs> uh, so posted that one. I'll have the next one up uh, this week. Yes. Um, yeah, probably right after I post this episode. So yeah I think it'll be before I think it'll be before there's football tomorrow, so you know <laughs> God, I'm one of those guys
2: yeah, yeah, I have to like silence your tweets every <laughs> every week
0: <laughs> just once a week, like ignore James on Twitter that's probably oh that's probably God. smart honestly you could you could up that to two or three times a day and you wouldn't miss much uh two or three times a week, so yeah, chase um plug plug where we can find you.
1: Yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter. It's at eclectic hutch. Um, yeah, I write about movies, host that podcast. Just, just come say hello. Follow along for what I'm doing, or don't do whatever. The world's on fire. No, <laughs>
2: d- no, do it. I will. Okay, do it. I will come find you if you don't do it. Anyone listening, and, and I will kindly ask you to do
1: it.
0: And that that uh, and that podcast that you host. I don't, I'm not sure if we actually said it when we were recording the episode proper. So. Um,
1: it's the Scratch Cinema Podcast, which I host with my friend Quenelle. Um She's at Pizza Mondays, which is the best Twitter handle of all time. Pizza so Monday. amazing, oh, man! It's like Taco Tuesdays, but Pizza Mondays. That's so
0: good. That's amazing. I uh, would, have, I would have taco pizza.
2: <laughs> and yes, uh, Chase, please come on again because yeah, I
0: would love to. This,
2: this was a treat, and uh, and I, I would, I would love to know what the, the other amazing gems that uh we have never heard of before and are just waiting <laughs> to discover
1: i would be happy to dig through some of those and find find some more hidden gems it'd be fun i enjoyed it as well immensely yeah. oh so it's awesome
0: and you know this is if, for those listeners out here who, who want to be on the show you gotta you gotta get in now and here's why because you know chase is like gonna he opened up the floodgates all right uh, I set that a high bar. Everybody's everybody's gonna want to be in here, and then we're gonna have to start getting really selective with who we let on. <laughs> All right, so you know, you you get in now. Email me coldstandardpod at gmail dot com or uh, or DM us on Twitter, okay? And then we'll 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 look over your application. Um, you know,
2: <laughs> we'll take our time, look at your qualifications. Um, mainly, I am going to judge it based on how. Depraved and murderous the animals in the proposed movies are
0: actually mike I do want to do I've been meaning to do an episode on um uh Shakma I think it's called shakma yeah I've, i i know I know little about it other than it's like a baboon attacks movie yeah
2: <laughs> that was not i I googled it and I need to clear my history now it took me to a website that is not what you were talking about oh um
0: I think it's like s h a k m a
2: h a k m a okay that's better um
0: <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> i it
2: it it took me somewhere very different i, I spelled it wrong um okay uh
0: yeah that, i don't think that's <laughs> students be any- are
2: trapped <laughs> students are trapped with a testy baboon while playing a fantasy game in a research building
0: <laughs> i mean is there is there a better like you know oh my god sentence, you know one sentence description of a film <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so I look for that one down the line. I got some others <laughs> that I want to do beforehand, but down the line we're gonna do Shockma.
2: <laughs> I would like it if that description wasn't even being coy. Like the whole movie, the baboon's just like, I want bananas. <laughs> like, just, just slightly pissy. The whole movie, <laughs> they're, they're
0: just bothered by it. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, this has been the the Cult Standard. Thank you all for listening. And uh, Mike is Mike, can remember our sign off. Uh,
2: and uh, this concludes our broadcasting
0: click <laughs> Yeah,
1: truly amazing.